ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Neighbors Livecast. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, and with me, as always, are the people who make the Neighbors Livecast neighbors. My people, starting with our resident feminine energy. Hello, David. <laughs> wait, you gotta wait till I finish the intro. Uh -oh. She ain't gotta do shit but stay black and die, Dave. Personification of black oh, girl magic with the velvety smooth voice. Miss Aisha, how you doing today? Hello, David. There Happy birthday. Go. Happy thank birthday. you, thank you. Yesterday was my birthday. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate. I feel, it. I feel awful. I feel and awful. I didn't wish him happy birthday. Yes, you did, didn't you? I, I don't really fuck with you, but no, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and and the dude that apparently is not as cool with me as I thought he was. I know, but I'm still calling my man, Hundred Grand, Just Mike. What's up, brother? I love you. Happy belated birthday, good sir. I, I hope that you um. I hope that you enjoyed your birthday. I hope that your toes curl as long as your uh as well as your mustache. Anyway, yeah, no, nah, it was it was it was dope though. I had a really good birthday. So Isha, we went to uh Shilling Canning Company in Navy Yard. You heard of it? Okay. I think I have, yes. I think I have. Shilling what? Shilling Canning Company in Navy Yard. So okay. um I've you know I'm not as savvy, but um one of my coworkers, his wife is one of the chefs there. Ooh. She is dope. Like so, the way it's set is the um they do like the um the the tasting table, the chef's tasting. So okay. you sit right in the front, and they bring you out the dishes. It's a seven course thing. We did it. It was amazing. Like oh, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm turning on already. Like, like we had, and look, so they and they do um uh, not just the tasting, but they do the pairings. So every meal, okay. every course has uh, alcohol that pairs with it. Mm. Now, you know, I'm not really a drinker, but I taste it just to see because I'm I am uh uh I consider myself like a um a food. I saw that in your description. Yeah, I'm on the wagon, wagon Dave. You on the wagon? Yeah. Well, stay on the wagon. This ain't for you. I eat as I was I'm, saying. <laughs> I fell off five minutes ago. Mark, well, you know, the wagon is tough to stay. It moves fast. But anyway. Chuck, Chuck wagon. The Chuck, <laughs> Chuck roast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it was amazing, man. We had a, a great up, time. Man. It was really good. And then, you know, spent time with the family yesterday on my mm -hmm. on my birthday. And uh how old yeah, are you there? Cool. Forty one, man. And it's it's crazy because I already got like aches and pains coming on and stuff. I'm like, come on, man. This you ain't said already. Yeah, but why you said like <laughs> already? Already, yeah, man. So it's more like I mean, about time. About time. Well, I mean, and I've I've had it for a while, but I got extra ones trying to join in. Like the moment I turned forty-one, I got a pain. I was just telling Mike I got an issue with my foot now. So uh -huh. yeah, you know, so it's probably I'm your gonna... left foot, ain't it? <laughs> Go get that thing. <laughs> it's chlamydia. <laughs> don't, laugh. don't fucking laugh. Yeah. Don't say it's, that. This don't say don't laugh. It's definitely the last. His toe is some fucked up shit. Anyway, right? But I mean, so, shit like, for real. Like I was telling y'all earlier, yeah. So um, I wanted to shout out my girl. She got a bobblehead of me made, and here he is. This is little yeah. Dave right here. This is little Dave right here. I see little Dave. Little big head Dave. Little big head Dave, and he agrees with everything I say. He right. Dave, the Dave. top of your head resembles a shaved testicle. I, I have to say whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. I knew whoa, Mike was going to find whoa. something to say. That's all good, though. It's all good. I still love uh, both of y'all um, profusely. But yeah, man, it's dope. Like, that, that's, that job blew me away. Like, I wasn't expecting it. It, it was really cool, and um, shout out to her for doing that. that was, I mean, mm -hmm. No, no, no. Back, back up, back up, back up. No, you're not going to go around that. 
What? She went, let's go through the links to which she went to get you that bobblehead. You some of shit what she do? Yeah, well, a couple of months ago. Saw in Afghanistan, they were taken to a plane. It was they not, nope, nope, nope. None of that happened, nope. right. It was, nope. what happened? Okay. How did she get a testicle? So anyway, she reached out to us. Uh, <laughs> she reached out. Going. She reached. The first way you get a testicle is by reaching out. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> Why is Mike like this? I don't know. I don't know. This is the dude that, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she reached out to a, to a guy um, in the UK, I believe, and, um, you know, sent him pictures and, you know, uh, they went through a little process and everything. And it came out amazing. She said, she awesome. found, found a guy. Hold, on, hold it up again. Hold it up again. No, nah, I'm not going to do that for you, Mike. I just want you to shut the top of the head. That's how I anyway, but uh, but moving on, man, we got a couple of topics to talk about. We got a great guest coming in in a few. Um, he's going to rock with us in a few minutes. We haven't uh, seen in a while, but uh, but let's get you some of these topics while we're waiting for him to get in there. Um, <clears throat> as y'all know, um, you know, the, the COVID, the, the uh, coronavirus uh, has been raging again. You know, they got the uh, Delta variant out there. They said people have been, you know, um, uh, the, the hospitals have been filling back up and things of that nature. A lot of people are worried about it. And um, I talked about it a little bit last week and some the week before about how um, about how it's just it's so much division right now. It's like people who vaccinated, people who not vaccinated, people who, you know, believe that it's real, people who don't believe that it's real, the whole mass thing. Like, there was a story this week about a guy who sent his child to school. Did y'all hear about this? Uh, down California? south somewhere. Yeah. Uh, was oh. it California? Well, well, go ahead. So he sent this. They put a mask on the child. Yeah, he didn't believe in masks. And, and, and they put a mask on the kid and uh, sent them home, sent the child home. And he got mad and went up and wanted to fight the principal and then tried yeah, to knock out up, the he, teacher. He ended, up, he ended up on the ground, rolling around, and for whatever reason, you know. Exactly. And and um, just to, to go that far, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's tough to say because people, you know, take their children so seriously. So I, I, get I, that, I find but, it ridiculous that you think it's fake like for people to say that oh is it real is it fake it's kind of ridiculous i'm like i mean yeah i mean because it's people and and regardless of how it came about it's people dying you know what i'm saying right. so so i get that but like i said man um and and i posted something earlier this week and and, and that's my sentiments for real like you know what you decide to do for your family and what you believe is right for you i can't you know be mad at anybody for that so i'm not gonna hate on nobody or you know because well. people yeah, I feel like if you don't want your child to wear a mask, you should homeschool. Like keep it home. Yeah, exactly. It's places for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that means you know, don't, you know, don't send them to a place where they've made, you know, the, the rules obvious. You know, yeah. that's cool. It's, it's just not for them. But don't try everybody don't have to be a martyr. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. put, put, Patrice would speak of the design. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, this is by design. We know that, y'all. We, we we know that you we, we playing chess, checkers, but we playing. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing cool, I'm not playing risk. And um, this is I'm not in no trouble. I'm not in any trouble of pursuit of any of the bullshit. Because ultimately, right. it's all by design. I'm not a brand new fool. Um, right. um, that man was 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 a lot of different factors to go up there and defend his child for whatever reason he felt like he needed to defend it. Nonetheless, we are being pitted against one another. Put a mask on. I got now. I as as, as I'm a man. 
There you go. There you go. Look I'm at here me. now. There you go. Look. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got it popping. <laughs> and, and you see, it's the original team. Yeah, I've been trying to get on. I was John Sykes when I looked when I linked on and seen it. I said, "Oh shit, it's the whole crew. These these the people that got me up early in the morning." Back right, here. right. They're coming to eleven. It was eleven. It was late. That was early for me. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you don't know how to work. Like, damn. But, uh, but so our guest today. Let me give you the proper introduction since you're here. Our guest today is a dude. That um that I've known for a few years now. I was thinking about the first time we met. I think it was uh bar none before they started calling it pure when you were doing that's what it was. You know what? That's DC, funny. right? You that's funny because that's what we me and somebody else, we was having a conversation trying to remember what Pure's name was before it was pure. It was bar none. Bar none. Yeah, yeah. Now I gotta remember who the fuck I was talking to. <laughs> I can text him and tell him. It's bar, it's bar nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. You were doing <laughs> interviews with the dude Kendisi. Right. And I was in there uh doing like the open mic. You know, that was when I was trying to get my skills together and all that. And uh yeah, you interviewed me real quick and we connected off of that. And then you was rapping too. And yeah, just for years we've been cool and you did the uh the, the internet radio and you know uh Raz it was Raz Radio first and Raz 95. But yeah. I remember coming to the first spot when uh what was the deep when Rico was in there with y'all and all that man and, and it's just been an amazing journey, man. It's great to see you still here, still doing your thing. Of course, I'm speaking of none other than DMV's on Hollywood. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. Let me get my flowers there before I die. Definitely, man. Don't say it like you're going soon. You oh, we all down here soon. You can't tell, Dave. No, we you wasn't listen, listening to the conversation 37 seconds ago, Dave. We was all fucking dying, Dave. We were just talking Dave. about COVID, man. And all not, stuff you better not cough. You better not cough. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody. yeah you, can't, you can't cough and you can't have allergies in these times. No, no. Because, yeah, like when all crazy. this is going on, like I'm, I'm, I'm big allergy dude. I'm, I'm a bubble baby. This whole right. COVID thing with my allergies was not in my best effort ever, yeah. Nah, they, I know I they was looking at you. Crazy, yeah. They was like, oh, he got it. I'm like, no, right. <laughs> that's pollen. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna pick your ass up and get you home. Pick your ass, you sneeze one more time. Right, right, one right, right, right. You got one more. So, right, you that's, got one more time to sneeze or cough. <laughs> we killing you. You was on right, right, right. You was on. Hey y'all, but we still here though. Hey y'all, we here. Definitely. We still here. Definitely. That's right. Oh so, yeah, man. Uh, it's a, uh, we were just talking about, like I said, COVID nineteen. And um, Aisha, if you got to step out of school, you say you can come come right back. Or well, me, I, I'm just saying we'll wait and see what happens. Oh, okay, cool. All right. I mean, you know, but uh, yeah. So we were just talking about um. You know, COVID-19, the impact that it's been having on everybody, you know, the new Delta variants got people, it's got people so on edge and crazy. And um, uh, Mike was alluding to, you know, something that we've discussed a few times on here, uh, Hollywood, about how, like, um, it seems like people are kind of being pitted against each other, right? It's the, it's the vaccinated against the non-vaccinated, the mask wears against the non-mask wears, the people who believe it's real against the people who don't believe it's real, the people that believe it's something that was made up by, you know, the government and the, the, the Democrats or Republicans, all this crazy stuff. It's so much that we already got, you know, going on to keep us against each other, the police and the black people, the the, the Democrats and Republicans, the, the rich people and the poor people. So this is another thing that they're doing to kind of keep us at odds. And I see this hatred and this, 
this anger, you know, out here floating around social media, floating around the world, like at large. And, and it's kind of crazy, man. Like I seen uh, my man Joe Claire posted uh, uh, last week a post, um, uh, and I kind of echoed the sentiments in a post that I posted about, you know, looking beyond all of that and not letting our uh, differences uh, define us or make us enemies. Like that used to be what made us, you know, connect was our differences. We discussed how we was different, how we believed different things, and that was cool. But now it's like, if somebody believe anything different than you believe, they got to be your enemy. And I don't think, yeah. you know, that's not healthy, right? We're, we're in a, uh, we're in a cancel, we're in a cancel you society now. Yeah. Where yeah. everything, like, if, if you don't feel the certain way that everybody else feels, you're about to be canceled. You're right. wrong. And it, I mean, but I seen it building from a long time ago, like, even, it, even with the, the, the strength of social media, like, you can even say something like, y'all, I am having a glorious day today. The sun is out. It's bright orange and I'm having a great time. And then you got this one negative Nancy ass motherfucker that come mm -hmm. in and say, no, the sun is not shining orange. Right. It, it's it's mother of pearl or some other shit like right, that. Right, right. To yeah, have an yeah, argument. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you just can't go with the flow. Like, nigga, I'm happy. Why you gotta be negative? Right, right, right. Hey, look, and this is what I was, we was just talking about uh, Lizzo and her situation now and how she's going through depression because people have different comments and stuff. Um, and basically, I, I forgot who I heard say it recently, but they were talking about not reading the, the, the comments under anything you post. Like, unless it's somebody you cool with, just stay, because the devil is in those those comments. Like, it's always, like you said, it's always going to be somebody that's trying to bring you down, that's trying to, you know, uh, uh, just just start something. You know, it's always people that's like that. It's the devil is in them comments, man. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's insane that people feel like they need to be antagonistic. What they call them? It's not troll. What they call it uh, when you... Um, it's trolling, yeah. Yeah, trolling. Yeah, yeah, when you I always... Like tro trolling is fun. See? It is it's not when you always mean when you like mean and it's funny, this shit funny, you know what I'm saying? It's like I mean it's just like 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 not all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like I have like Kobe Bryant jokes and DMX jokes that are appropriate right now. But in 2024, hey, this is gonna be our last show. I used to say that every week. It's a level of negativity that goes far and beyond. You're right. And that's yeah, what you're speaking yeah. to. But but we laugh to keep him crying. I'm sick of all this fucking whining and shit. But I mean, it's the difference between making jokes and laughing at the pain and things like that, and and trolling with and being purposefully antagonistic. You know, right? right? Like it's fucking fun. It's fun. I like it. See, and that's and the, not, that's not, the not, attitude that's got us where we at. Not, no, that's not it. That's not true because I'm not on the internet. Because when I <laughs> when I go on the internet, my friends are like, you know, they know me. It's like, oh my, uh, whatever. But I'm like, I don't got text shit or put anything on Facebook or anything in, in, in eight, nine, ten months. And I'm married with a beautiful family. You will fuck about none of that bullshit. But okay. I also am, am not the norm. You know, a lot of us are out there and putting yeah. how we feel every day and what's going on. And yeah, you got young, you got young kids, right? And they, you know, they privy to, they might not be on social media specifically, but they privy to well, you know, what's going on. Right. So they they see it and they are, you know, may or may not be affected by it. So Hey, uh, Hollywood, I know you got a daughter. How old is your daughter now? Oh, my God, she's six. Wow. Oh, my goodness, man. That's like, right. dog. Enjoy that. Enjoy it. Grown up. <laughs> I, I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. 
Yeah. And, and see, and you know what's funny though, Dave, because you know how we go back. You know about my goddaughter Taylor. Right, right. She's going in, she's going into high school right now. Like she's grown. Wow. wow and I'm like, right. everybody got died now. <laughs> <laughs> just just fuck it. Everybody dies now. If you're a dude, you gotta die. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like I think it like, you know, having a daughter is a whole different like thing, man. Like, you know, I don't have no babies, but I always think, like, if I had a daughter, like... You need to stop lying. Hey, look, I went on Maury. They never, they said I wasn't the problem. They full of shit. No, no, I ain't got no babies, man. But, um, but yeah, man, just that whole daughter thing. Like, both of y'all, like, Mike got uh, what, three daughters, four daughters? How many? Three girls, one boy. Yeah, man, and, that, like, that daughter thing is, like, crazy. Like, just because, I mean, how do you, like, deal with that is it constantly like nervousness? Like you want to like 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 Hollywood said, like everybody got to die, and it's jokingly, but kind of like everybody that look at it. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm not joking. Everybody has to I die. I'm not joking. There, there's no laughter behind it. Everybody got to go. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I ain't I, I, my I, baby. can we do this show from motherfucking prison? Because guess what? <laughs> Y'all ain't touching my baby. Yeah, Taylor, tell y'all. Taylor would still come up here and say she would look at Aiden in her face and say, "I'm, I'm still his firstborn." Wow, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, man. It's all like, love, though, but it's right, yeah, right. my yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah man, and then like uh, you know that fatherhood, man. It's a whole different. It's different a di- it's a whole different ball game. It's a yeah, whole different yeah. ball game. In these yeah, times, like, in these days, what we're up against, yeah. You know, up against you know, I've been up against a pandemic for a long time. It was called um Black Sisterhood, and and what they were going through, and what they're going through all day, every day. I mean, it's tough, you know. Yeah. We have we have convinced them that it's okay to be a hoe, you know. And it's fucked up because it ain't okay for all all y'all ain't gotta be hoes. It's to be hoes now, like y'all bring the price of pussy down way down. It's down huh? now, like it's uh, it's the pussy the pussy should never be free. Never. Never. It shouldn't be free. Never. Never. Never in life. Never. Yeah. yeah I like that. Uh, to, 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 to equate yourself with the, with the most heavenly thing in, in the world, in a woman, it's going to come at a cost. Either your spirit, your soul, or, or something. Well, I, I like what, uh, you know, we had uh, the comedian Ralph Cooper on, and he was talking about his daughter and how he, you know, um, how he was raising her. He said when she turned, I think he said when she turned 15. 14 or 15, he sat her down and he was like, all I'm going to tell you is anything you got to suck a dick to get is not worth it. <laughs> that's what he told her. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. That's what I'm he sorry. Told her. <laughs> and, that's and, and he said, and you know, um, hey, look. What if this will achieve her own orgasm? Because some of us are twisted like that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Nate, look, man. We're talking, <laughs> hey, anyway, bro. I'm not going there with Mike. But um, <laughs> hey, you know, you I'm there, not baby. doing it either. I'm not doing it either. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, man. Uh, yeah, that's uh, like. But I commend you guys for being, you know, being fathers for uh for taking on that task. Cause I don't know, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all gotta be some superheroes to still be, you know, like Mike said, to not be in prison and stuff. All this craziness going on out here. But um, but yeah, man, keep looking after those young ladies. So um, you know, it's it's a lot going on now. Um. Out here, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about not not to be too you know on the heavy side, but uh, I did want to talk a little bit about all the stuff going on in Haiti. I don't know if you guys have heard 
Like, uh, you know, Haiti's really been going through it lately. They um, president was assassinated on July 7th. He was just elected and he got assassinated. Then they got hit with an earthquake uh, on August 14th. It kind of, that, that messed up a lot of stuff there. And now they got a tropical storm headed their way too. So Haiti's really been going through it. So man, you know, pray for Haiti. Keep them, you know, in your thoughts and prayers and stuff. Uh, it, it's, it's just a lot, man. Uh, you know, the Haitians is dealing with it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they always they can't get a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a heavy situation. So, man, um, and this is why we laugh to keep them crying. Can we get something cheered up, David? Well, you, you, I you mean, know what? You're right about that, though. We have to do this, like, like shows like this, like y'all show, y'all podcast, my podcast. We got to do stuff like this just to uh change the temperature in the, for a moment. You know what I'm saying? Cut it. Yeah, cut through all the tension. Yeah. yeah, everything is like kind of bad, and yeah, and we and this is something that's kind of needed, like you know, yeah, just to have a little bit of fun. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, like I'm, I'm blinking. You better not come in this bitch with no mask. <laughs> like, like if it was, if you come in this bitch with a mask, I put you, put something hot in your ass. Now it's. You better not come in with no incident and now we're fighting and killing each other over. Crazy. Did you get a shot? Did you get your shot? Right, yeah. Wait, I'm yeah. Shoot you. Did you get both of your shots? Did you get that? Like, what the, where are we, like, like. Where, where are we going? Yeah. We're, 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 in a to, we're in a totally different, we're in a totally different world right now. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, totally we are in a totally different world. I have life imitating art. Like, I'm not that artistic. I'm. I live, I got, like, I live, I live. I'm, I'm trying to take care of my kids. And, you know, my wife called me the other day. She's like, you know, they're about to make a, they made certain things uh, mandatory as far as vaccinations for certain employees and for the government. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you really? And I mean, well, it's a, it's a, it's a thing in that. And they they use the word mandatory. They use the word mandatory, but legally, they technically can't make it mandatory without giving you a yeah, So what they say they is, hold on, stay with me, Mike. What they say is you can you have to be vaccinated or you have to get tested. They try to make it uncomfortable for you so you'll want to get vaccinated. So they say, yeah, you got to get tested once a week and they're going to move it up to twice a week or once a day or something like You know, they're going to keep trying to make it uncomfortable. To try to make it your time, but you legally, they can't just say you clock. have to get vaccinated just because there's people with health things, there's people with religious things. So they're not going to do Indiana, it. In the end, some students just got it to the Supreme Court. Like, hey, no. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't, you know. Yeah, you can't make them. You can't make them. Right, hey, right. I lost my phone. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> that's some real shit right there. <laughs> right, right. That's just good. Y'all know, y'all know I, li- I live and die by my phone. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody do these days, man. You got to find that. I found it. Okay. Okay, go, cool, go. cool. All right, we yeah. got it. Yeah, we're not getting there. So, but... but Hey, uh, ladies! Right. <laughs> Are you single, bro? Huh? You single? What happened? Are you course. single? Of course. Don't nobody want my crazy ass. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Uh, hey, man. Now, see, now, remember when we first met? Yeah, I was all bunned up, booed up, everything. Had the daughter on the way. 
living that good that that good life for now. Yeah, don't nobody want my crazy ass. I don't. I mean, come on, man. I know, <laughs> I know you from way back when you had all the where Hollywood was. Anyway, we're gonna get into that. But um, but I do like what uh you know what, what Mike was saying about the art and everything. Like what you were saying about we need these things. There's certain things that's you know um um shining lights of hope in this little in this crazy world right now. My man Nas just dropped the album. That King's Disease too. Have any of y'all heard it? I haven't even. I've only listened to like two songs. I haven't. I haven't. I, I actually have not had the time to sit down and listen. I know you to be it. grinding, man. Listen, Joe. I hate this shit. I hate this shit. <laughs> I, I I miss working for myself and being able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Excuse my language, y'all. But you good, man. Right um. Man, it's, it, it, it's so <laughs> it's so different right now, dog. Changing my life around and and, and having to answer to other people and they question me why I'm not coming to work and I'm and I throw it back at them like cause y'all not paying me. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah, we, no. we can we can have this conversation. We can make it real simple. We don't even have to go through all this. No, right, no right. one died in my family. No. I just don't fucking feel like it because I don't feel like getting cussed out for free. If I wanted to get cussed out for free, I would get a whole ass girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the real what reason why you're saying that. What kind of occupation? Uh-huh. Um, I'm a customer service rep for Liberty Mutual. And if see, y'all don't talk to me on the phone, but Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> My real life hashtag when I talk to my normals is fuck them people. <laughs> so yeah, we don't see that. It's legit fuck them people. Because I get cussed out every day for eight hours because yeah, yeah. the claims of justice are nowhere to be found. They call cussing people out like, yo, they're not answering my phone calls and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, look, I don't know what to tell you. Right, <laughs> they right, ain't right. answer mine either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be motherfucker out without saying one motherfucking cuss word. Bro, well, my sarcasm, is, my sarcasm game is so real right now. You got it up, it's yeah, sick. you will, yeah. It's sick. It's sick. <laughs> Doing customer service, that uh, yeah, I did it. You know, I did it for a while. I did, um, and like direct, like I, I worked like Safeway. You know, mm -hmm. I was a cashier, so dealing directly with people, and then um. You know, I worked at banks for a while and different things like that. And so it's, yeah, yeah, you'll definitely get your, uh, you know, your, your, your sarcasm game be on point. Right. You know, like Mike said, you be cussing people out without saying too much, you know. Right. Like, yeah, hitting them hard. Like my homegirl Tiff, she be, she be laughing like shit watching me take these calls. And she's actually recorded some of them. <laughs> Oh wow, yeah. yeah. Dada, don't get you hemmed up now. Oh no, no, no. That's why she ain't post them yet. But right. it's like yeah, right. <laughs> you go she, he said, yeah, like you gonna put out the greatest hits when you leave. Put, yeah, my greatest hits. My greatest hits. Look, people ask dumb ass, stupid ass, dumb ass, stupid ass, dumb ass questions. Like, uh, thanks for calling um Coca-Cola Company. How can I help you? Are you guys open? Thanks for calling Coca-Cola Company. I'm not gonna help. Right, yeah. Are you guys open? Hey, this is not a recording, you stupid bitch. Listen, thank you hey. for calling Coca-Cola Company, bitch. But look, oh, in they, help you, stupid bitch. In their defense, everybody has those moments. And I'm gonna tell you why I say that. I, I worked Safeway for hey, seven hey, years. No, 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 no,
I've had that happen a million times too. But look, so I worked Safeway for seven years. So we talk about customers all day, the dumb stuff they do. But one day I go to uh, Pentagon City, right? To the Panda Express. I'm in there and I'm getting my food or whatever. And the guy's like, you want an egg roll? I'm like, yeah. He's like, chicken or vegetable? I'm like, oh, y'all don't have shrimp? And he was like, chicken or vegetable? I couldn't even be mad at him because he just yeah, gave me all that shit. I didn't tell you. None of the syllable was even fucking matched. So I can so, tell, I mean, everybody has those moments. You know what I'm saying? Answer the question, chicken or vegetable, motherfucker. Which one right, is right. It? Just answer the question. But yeah, man, the customer service is crazy, man. I'm going to pray for you, brother. I don't, you know, we go there. back to once again, hashtag fuck them people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day, every day. <laughs> when, y'all see me, when y'all see me post that hashtag, y'all know. You know what's up. I'm in my zone. Y'all know I'm, I'm in that zone. A nigga at work right now <laughs> listening to whoa, somebody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Getting the sales though, because you know, liberty, you know, insurance. The, I mean, customer service is one thing, but actually selling it—that's where the money at. Yeah, but you gotta be there to sell it. These motherfuckers ain't been to work since I don't know. Like, oh, people, yeah, yeah. like yeah. I have literally right, people calling right. that, that, that job is not, it's not. We don't have to be in person. <laughs> they have not talked. Like people have been like they literally have not talked to their uh, claims rep in over six months. Yeah, yeah. Like nigga, yeah. my car is totaled. I need my car. Yeah, I need my yeah. money. And like, where the fuck are they at? And I'm like, look, I, I feel sorry for you, but I Yeah, I I, yeah. Saying. All the companies been well, kind of using COVID as an excuse. That has to happen. But they, I mean they've been using COVID as an excuse though, and then they leave people like the customer service people like just out there. Just, yeah, okay, deal throw, with them. Just tell them. We something. are throw under the bus. Yo, like shit, yo. Because y'all the ones that got to come up with something to tell these people and they mm. tired of hearing the stuff, you know. I so. am too fat to go under any fucking bus. Guess what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I flip the bus over. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. Hey, 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 what you look like? I'm Mike. Come on down here, holler at your boy. You know what the fuck I look like when you see me. Bro, let me tell you. Bullshit. Let me tell you. They be trying to get I'm me. I'm human. They be trying to get me because I be telling their asses, <laughs> fuck them people. <laughs> and I'll be going for it. I'll be like, they be like, like they monitor my calls, you know, when they do the monitor. And they were like, right. how are you going to downplay the job? I was like, because they ain't there. So I'm going to tell people the truth. Fuck them people. Right, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, tell my supervisor yeah. that all the time. And she just laughs at me like, yeah, <laughs> why are you like this? And I'm like, because. But I, but I know why Mike said you should be in sales though, because you got that personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Where's the yeah. money? The money? The money? If, if you, if you, if, if it's, if it's fucking people, it's, 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 it's trust, love, respect. The people who's gonna hustle, grind, and follow through with their sake. What they're gonna say? What they're what they, what they gonna follow through with? With uh, doing what they're gonna say they're gonna do. So in business, it's about that. Handle your business. Do what you yeah. say you're going to do. And if I am, and my job is to uphold that. I gotta do it. And if you don't, I'm talking to the customer. He's a human being like I am. Right. Ultimately, it fuck all y'all. This is just this is real. This yeah, is just yeah, yeah. you know, at my job, I work with great, hardworking guys. And I'm honest. I never throw those guys under the bus ever. Because we work in a field where we're trying to service customers. And ultimately everybody ain't gonna be happy. Mm -hmm. I've had some customers, the first thing you ask me. Y'all got some, don't even say the word f 
free, bitch. We in business. We just want some free. Let's free. You know what? At this at the point, the conversation is over. That's my customer service. You're not even a customer, customer no more. So I have nothing to service. Fuck about it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, well, thank you for that rant. For oh, I'm not an owner, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I mean, it don't, don't have to be an owner. Somebody feels me, right? Somebody right, yeah, yeah. Like, customer, no. Customers act like, they're not, act like they don't work like where I work at. Like, no matter what, you service somebody, and we're all doing something. If you do doing upholstery and furniture, pizzas, and fucking mush, whatever you, you service the, the people, where the individuals buying are customers, all of us. Look out of here, man. Yeah. I keep telling people when I get this shit back straight and I start that working for myself, ain't nobody going to want to deal with me. What's the difference? <laughs> what do you mean? Working back for yourself. Right. I miss that shit, but yeah, I'm, yeah. And what is working for yourself? No what, what, what do you mean? What, what, what happened? What does working for yourself consist of? Um, shit, when I had the radio station, that was all me and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I had basically been working for myself for damn near up to that point, what, 15 years? Yeah, I've it was never, a while. You had that junk. Yeah, I've down. never yeah. worked for nobody. Yeah, yeah. Why you stop? I'm sorry. Why you Why you stop? What happened? Are we getting to the interview now? I'm sorry. I'm oh, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. I have no problem with it. I can share my story. No, no, no. Teach us. Teach me because, I mean, yeah. you say work. Because I know when it comes down to it, when you have control of your time and your income, Oh wow, the it's fucking a, it's a different it's a different kind of life, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of life. Like you get to do everything. Like my shit. Um, I'll go into the backstory later, but let me tell you this: like when y'all came in and Rise had just went to the harbor, right? This yeah. was like literally after my mom had died. And my daughter was born. Yeah. So, Right. It was kind of different. Like, I didn't get to grieve like I needed to at the time. Right, right. But at the same time, I was in a good place. Like, I was taking care of my family. My family was straight. It was, we was good. Mm. I was good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody was Y'all had a radio show at the fucking harbor. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. <laughs> it was dope, man. Just, just, just that location got us so much, you know, uh, in the way of guests, in the way of uh, promotion, things like that, just because people saw validity in that spot. Hollywood, no, but, um, Hollywood, they would come pick me up from over on 4th and Savannah, right off of MLK, mm -hmm. out of a townhouse in a basement where I slept with roaches and rats, but I slept with good folks and love and people who loved me and cared about me, but the circumstances was messed up because of you know, where we was. You did? Mm -hmm. I was coming in, and you know, I had dress clothes, so you might not know I, I had a dollar in my pocket, lunch was on days. He, I ain't have, you know what I mean? We was at the harbor and we was in a, a real sophisticated, real ass studio. And right, uh, right. with you. So that, and I'm, I'm eternally grateful. You understand that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted to get that out there, man, to let people know. Like, we, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for, you know what I'm saying, my connections with you and us, us making this whole thing happen. Aisha having that vision originally, because uh, originally that show was her idea. We used to have these deep conversations. And, um, she would always say she wanted to do something more, you know, with it. And so I'm like, man, we should do uh, internet radio. And she, you know, hopped on. And then that's around that same time, uh, you know, you you had a rise and then uh, George, you know, hopped in it. And it just, everything just started happening, man. And so- You called me and said, come on on the show. That's what the fuck I, I, I got to do is show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but yeah, man. I remember, started, no, yeah. I remember y'all debut though. I, I yeah, still yeah. remember y'all debut to this yeah. day. Cause shout out to uh, shout out to Boosty Vegas. 
he sat in on like three of the shows, shows with us. Yep. And we didn't like at that time, I had only like, you know, I was rapping and stuff. So I seen him around, but I had no idea who he was at that time. And I was just like, who is this nigga coming in on our show? But you know, we got cool <laughs> and everything, but yeah, but he, cool people. And, and it was just a dope situation. I'm so glad that we had that opportunity to kind of see what it was like and get an idea. And that all started from that visit. So um, since we jumping into the interview, let me, let me ask you this. Where did the idea for Rise Radio, the original Rise Radio, come from? Whoa, okay. So now we now now here we go. Now here's the backstory. Right, yeah, yeah. Now here's the backstory. Um Rise was something that I never saw coming or anything that I I, I thought was gonna happen. Um because I started off with if y'all know back me as being a rapper in my Fast Eddie's days and my songs with Trey Sun, um, High Haters and Bottles of Patron with Champ who went viral off the uh, <laughs> off the Coming to America shit for uh, Black Panther and all yeah. of that. That's where that kind of started off. Fast Eddie's was like where I became popular as an artist. Like I learned how to work the game. Like that's where I learned how to work the game, this music industry. Like I was like, okay, um, this is how you work it. I get it. I'm not probably gonna go multi-platinum or nothing like that, but I know how to work this audience in this club with my music because the DJs gonna play it, right? Yeah, and and they're gonna fall for it and they're gonna love me, and that's how I used it and that's how I milked the situation. I didn't have to be platinum. This is how I was. Like I said, this is how I was not working for nobody else. I learned how to milk the system because the people were, you know, buying my musical or buying my merch and stuff like that. And so what happened, DJ Cash Money, RIP to him, he had um, the opportunity to do a, um, a radio show on AM. It was WMET. And he was like, yo, I think you'd be a good look. You could be like my guy in the streets type thing. And I was like, you know what? Yes, because that's what I was in school for at the time. I was at Morgan State for radio broadcasting. Mm -hmm. sure. and, and the first day, my first day, my debut, the uh, producer said, uh-uh, he needs to be in the studio. He's too good. There's something about him. He needs to be in the studio. So then it went, it went to me being in the studio. So now I'm the co-host with Cash. And then um, the station ran out of funding. So Cash was like, well, let's start our own internet radio station. And I was like, really? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So once again, I'm an entrepreneur. We're going, we're building, we're building. And um, then the, our midday show, the guy ended up leaving. So I was like, we can't have that 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 space because we have a morning show and then we're like basically dead air for like six hours. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm here all the time anyway. Let's do it. So I got on air and the Hollywood Hangout was born then on WKSH. And then it rotated to me going, leaving WKSH to me, uh, going to a, a New York internet radio station mm. to coming back to WKSH to going to Go-Go Radio 
and then with Go Go Radio and everything, but I was so heavily involved with independent artists, they were like, well, how about we branch off? You still keep Go Go Radio and you go do something for independent artists. I was like, okay, that makes sense then. And I came up with the name Rise. Well, my god brother came up with the name Rage. I mean, with the name Rise. But that's how that started. And then we had our falling out. And I took Rise on to where did I go next? Temple Hills or some shit like that. Before we got to the harbor. But yeah, that's, that's it was a long ass journey. But yeah, yeah that's how yeah, Rise happened. Temple Hills, man. That's what we, you know, when I was managing artists. Oh, yes. I reached out yes, to you. We you came up there and did the interview. Yeah, that's yeah. where I met, uh, met, met Domino and Boss Lady and all uh-huh. of them. And shout out to Boss Lady. She actually commented on here and was like, um, you know, uh, y'all haven't spoken in a while, but she said uh, she did appreciate uh, what she was allowed to do there and Rise helped her grow a lot. And she wanted to shout you a shout out that, you know, that experience. So shout out to her. And she's always rocking with us. You know, that's the homie boss lady. So, um, but well, yeah, she tell her ass I miss her. Okay. She's watching. So she probably heard you say that. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that that's, you know, some communication back and forth. But she wanted to definitely say that. And man, yeah, we came up there. Uh, I bought, uh, I was, uh, we had a, a group and they were called Say No More. And they wanted to call it uh, uh, S&M, you know, because everybody was going letters. But I remember right. I made jokes about that because S&M was something, you know. And I was telling them because they was younger dudes and they didn't really know about, you know. So, but, but yeah, we had a ball up there. And that's when I really was like, man, we need to get on this internet radio thing. Like I said, Rico was in the other room doing the show, yeah. you know, over there at Temple Hills. And uh, I got to ch- chop it up with him a little bit, good people. And um, yeah, that whole that whole thing was amazing, man. And, and to see how far you were able to take it you know, from there, from the, uh, oh, yeah, I remember it, y'all moved out of there because didn't the spot get robbed or something? Nigga! <laughs> Somebody bust up in there, took all your, man, I know, I, I remember you was pissed. Bruh! You know? <laughs> the way I was ready to go to war? <laughs> Yo, but, but I mean, all oh, that yeah. is things that, like, stuff that adds to the amazing story. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the stuff that we was able to do you know what I'm saying? With with that spot and in that period of time, you know, I think I think it was no no less than amazing, man. I was always I've always you know I reached out to you a couple of times about about coming on, so I'm so glad that you you know finally uh, were able to to come through and kick it with us, man. We got a lot to to go over, so um. Well, yeah, I've been through a lot, so man. like like I'm I'm really I'm really starting to open back up, so I'm I'm here for all these radio tours right now. Yeah, so everybody yeah. that's asking me to be on their shows, I'm like, let's do it. I yeah, got things to talk about. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so let's go back. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the beginning, because I always like to to to, to unfold everything to, to to peel back the layers, as they say. That's my journals, my uh, journalist. <laughs> oh, anyway, but um, but I do want to talk about like, cause like you said, you started out rapping, right? And so, um, you know, having a spark for entertainment from the rapping, from the hosting to the DJing, you you have like that it factor. And people, you you create a fun environment. People want to be around. So I want to go back to the beginning of that. When did Hollywood notice? Uh, when did you realize, like, oh, I got something. I can really capitalize on this personality of mine. This, you know, skill and stuff. When did you start to notice that? Or do you remember? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I do. I do, actually. It's funny. It it dates back to, once again, every my roots all start back at Fast Eddie. Okay. The one in Virginia before it got closed down. 
All of my my whole roots goes. Everything about me is about Fast Eddie's. That's when I got the name Hollywood. It was given to me. That's when I realized, like, I'm something. Like you said, I got that it factor. Yeah. When, yeah. when they started telling me, like, shout out to Super Dan and once again, RIP to Cash Money, DJ Rico and Flex and all of them. They yeah. was like, dog, it's something about you. You have, it, it's something about you. And that's all they kept saying. It's something about you that that just works and yeah. and you need to work it. And I was like, okay, I didn't know. Right, so, right. so originally I went from being a rapper to to hosting, mm. hosting parties. Like I was like, oh cool, I'm on the mic. So that was my thing. Once again, like I said, I learned how to work the system. If I'm hosting, I can get the DJ to play my music. Right. And then I can perform my song at the same damn time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I built my fan base up because they was like, they fuck with me on the on the mic. They the party's going, the DJ's doing it, and I'm doing this. Now all of a sudden my song drop and I'm rocking out and they fucking with me harder. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I learned how to work the game as an artist. So it was like, yeah, I'm a I'm a host, but I'm also gonna perform. Right. Yeah. And I never even had thoughts or dreams of becoming a DJ until I actually went to Go Go Radio, so that's years later. Okay. When, when um, I'm gonna give a shout out to my sis, Super Mom Alicia. She was the first one to tell me um, she wanted me to DJ her wedding. Mm. She was a uh, she was always listening to the show and all that, and I was like, but I'm not a DJ. She said, but you play the music on your show every day, don't you? And lucky not, dear. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, then you're a DJ and I want you to DJ my wedding. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lucky and Rico, both of them was like, nigga, get your shit. We gonna help you. You gonna be there and we we gonna get you right. And then that's how all that came together. And it's just crazy how everything played out Mm -hmm. and worked out for me. Cause yeah, all I thought I was gonna be was like a local artist that was just gonna do local clubs and and have my performances and get paid there and make my quick one fifty a night or some shit like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> that was it, and that was it. But it, it turned into something bigger than what I could have ever imagined. And and the funny thing is, the funny thing is, a lot of people don't understand what I went through, what I did. Or, or how I got to the point where I am and was making it right, like yeah. the way I did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, one of the one of the things that I uh, that I think uh, is, is prevalent throughout your story is, is the people you had around you. Like you, you always um, had a knack for keeping like quality people. Like you said, like you, you wasn't even think about doing the wedding. And Rico, and you said lucky Rico, and then was like, look, man, you gonna do this. You know, and, and that's dope. And then like having people like George, like G around you, you know, that that really stuck with you. Like we would have conversations about, you know, um, you know, and he would just talk about, you know, like this dude really smart, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I know Hollywood, you know, but he'd be like, Yeah, he believed in you too. And just having those type of people that really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, uh, uh uh saw that thing in you and you know what I'm saying, was able to cultivate it was dope. So you talk about it a little bit. Um, uh, about how how the Hollywood name came about. You said they gave it to you. Yeah. Like how did you, at, at Fast Eddie's, that's we got Hollywood. 
Um, yeah, because what happened was they said the way I walked around and carried myself in the uh in the venue, like I acted like I had that star mentality. And yeah, yeah. I never thought about it like that, but yeah. So they was like, yeah, we're just gonna call you Hollywood. You're Hollywood. Like this is it. And yeah, I just yeah. was like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep the fucking name and run with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a it's a air uh, of confidence. Where you where you think that came from? Dog, honestly, I don't know. In real life, I am the most shyest kind of laid back person you will ever meet in real life. Like, unless I'm I know like, you be, I know you be saying that to the ladies, man. I know you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in real life, like, nah, like you I know, know, I know you. It's like, like yeah, I yeah, know y'all, yeah, so I'm yeah, comfortable yeah. with y'all. So when 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 y'all was at the station in the mornings, even yeah, though I'm still half sleep. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> But I was cool with it. Like, y'all, y'all, my folks, I'm I'm there. Right, but right. like, but like if you actually put me in a situation where it, it was time for me to meet a female and actually like really try to talk to her, totally different story. Like that whole Hollywood persona thing. Mm. Don't get it twisted. I am shy as fuck when it comes to women. I don't know. What to say out my mouth? That's I don't funny. know how to approach. It's so weird, right? Funny, you would yeah. not believe that. You wouldn't yeah, believe yeah. it. Yeah, now, it's it's that's weird. Wild. Like yeah. like women literally have to approach me for me to be like, oh, maybe she's interested in me. Like I have slow, I have slow moments. Like, or maybe <laughs> or maybe she was just being polite. I don't know. Yeah, hey like, Mike, I don't know if you peeped that. This that, that's the slick move. We putting it out there, ladies approach him. He like to be approached, lady. This is what he, that's what he's telling him. He said, "Yeah, you got to come talk to me." But yeah, man. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, like you said, uh, your journey's been been uh, crazy. It's, it's been full of uh, you know ups and downs and things. And um, without getting too deep into um. The, oh, we go all the, the way. The dark go, side of it. We go. We go. Well, well we you know, dark. I mean, I but but I, I want to focus more because I always try. Like one of the goals of this show is to try to help as many people as we can. And right. I know it's people that watch that go through different things. And just knowing you, like I do, I know like it's like your journey has been crazy. So I want to focus on um, your your ability to 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 keep moving through that stuff and get back to the Hollywood because you know there was a time. You know, and we all noticed it, you know, in, at, um, at the harbor and, and different times. Because like you said, there was a lot going on at that time where you weren't, you know what I'm saying, 100%. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now when I see you on social media or when, you know, we chat from time to time, it's like you back to that. I see that flare again and you like that light, you know what I'm saying, that I always seen. And so um, I just wanted to uh, talk to like for somebody who's been there and came back from it, like what kind of advice would you give somebody who's like going through stuff who need to find their way back? Tough it out, tough it out. That's that. That's that's all I can say. Um, cause I had to tough it out. Like, um, I lost everything, dog, mm -hmm. everything, and, and 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 I had to I had to tough it out. Like, the only thing that was that was like keeping me in a good place was kind of my kids. I mean, even though y'all know Aiden is my only yeah, DNA my daughter, but you know, even through that previous joint, you know, I got my little son and then I got another daughter and stuff like that. And it, it was just, I had to push yeah. because, yeah. you know, they was looking at me and, you know, they, 
they looked up to me. I mean, you seen they came to you seen them come yeah. to the studio. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's just you gotta push. It's days where you're not gonna feel like doing none of this shit because yeah. I have it. Like I'm still yeah. battling my depression right now, mm. and and dealing with because it's like every week it's damn near somebody I know is dying, died, or on the verge of dying or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. I get knocked back down on these blocks and it hurts. It it, it legit hurts. But it's mm-hmm. good that I do have a nice little circle of people that I can talk to when I get ready to go in that place. And, and, and the fact that I have them people that know when I'm going in that place mm-hmm. and they come in and be like, nope, yeah. I'm coming to get yeah. you or you're gonna meet me here. We're gonna do this. I'm getting you out the house because, like, like when I hit my depression, my stages is I work, I do my schoolwork, and I go to sleep. That's it, mm-hmm. and start all over. Yeah, yeah. So the ones that know me, they be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, we're not gonna have you doing that. You right. need to get out. You need to mingle. You need to be around. You need to be around people, like you said, like seeing that glow, that light from me. Mm-hmm. Is me going out like you need to go out like dog, get the fuck out the house, yeah. and not being an old man type shit. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the just just get out and you know uh, uh have that good, strong circle. Yeah, fight you, it. You, you gotta fight it. You just gotta fight it. Like it, like yeah. I said, it's days when I give up on myself. Like I legit give up on myself, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm not any of this so it's like I'm not that old Chad or Hollywood that you knew from back in the day or, or from a few years ago I turned into this into this miserable ass person Yeah. until yeah. I have to get myself I have to literally well, I don't even get myself out the funk my peoples get me out the funk and that's when I slowly start coming back yeah yeah yeah, we we talk a lot um, on the show since the old show. We talked a lot about um, you know um, mental health and understanding depression and things of that nature. Uh, and due to pandemic and different things that's been going on, it's so easy to slip into you know uh, these times where you where you start to get those feelings where things get dark. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, like you said, having those people around you. Um, and, and, and just being able to, uh, you know, express those feelings and get them out and having people that know, like you said, notice those cues when you're not, you know, uh, 100% yourself and, and and able to talk to you and talk you out of or bring you out of it in some way. It's such a blessing, man. It, it's dope that you, you know, that you got those people in your circle. Mike, you look like you was about to say something. I was just thinking about how you can be strong and work so hard to do what you got to do. That little old lady, she pulled up to, to the uh, store over there. And when she got out, I realized she needed a um a walker. And as she went to the back door, she clipped up on the curb. And when she fell to her knees, you know, I thought to myself, What? Uh, you gotta see y'all face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is high right now. I thought this was a real right. story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Uh, uh, and when you say that though, no face is like this. What's he gonna see? No, I thought to myself, I said, I said. 
Yeah, I rolled with it, but I couldn't. I couldn't roll with it because he was, she fell to her knees. You know what happened? What? She got up, babe. She, she's a woman. <laughs> she got up. <laughs> Mike, where are you going with this, Mike? Anyway, right, right. <laughs> Mike, you can't smoke no more before the show. I'm telling you, no more. We got one more. We're going to laugh. This is all heavy, Dave. And for some odd reason, because of this story, I want to slurp you. And I don't even know why that makes sense. <laughs> Mike's gonna take that somewhere weird, but right, anyway, right, yeah. but, yeah, but, <laughs> but um, no, let me let me add this. I don't even know what really what Mike said that made me go to go to this point. Um, I actually had a mental breakdown. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember this. Y'all probably do. Cause y'all got to. Um, when I actually. I think that's the first time I had a fuck them people moment. Not y'all. <laughs> it was just the world at the time. Yeah. And and I said, you know what? Fuck the station. Fuck life. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. to the beach. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. all of that. I'm going to the beach. And that's when I disappeared for like a whole ass month. Yeah, niggas was yeah. like, they thought somebody, something happened to you. They like, have anybody seen Hollywood anywhere? Now this nigga to call me today. I was like, I ain't, you know. But I mean, that stuff is so necessary. You know, uh, sometimes you just got to take time for yourself. You know, I've been trying to get Dave to go fishing forever now. Oh, you fish? We need to do that. Let's. Let's make that a thing. Well, but but, tell, but so on on the good side, the spot where he's at is dope for fishing. Like I've gone once; it's amazing. On the bad side, it's like what is the Edgewater, Maryland? How far? How far are you? He up by past Baltimore. Oh shit! We almost in Pennsylvania. Fucking yeah, with yeah. You. Yeah, but, but on the bright side, the, the fishing is dope up there. The streams and lakes are crazy. You know, he showed me some spots. It's, it's dope. So I'm definitely going back. I, I ain't know you fish, Hollywood. I'll let you know when we go, man. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I do. I just haven't been able to do it. Like, I'm a golfer. I do. Okay. I do all the uh, the rehabilitating stuff. When I took up, I started taking up golf. After my mom died, like it was just something for mm -hmm. me to do, and it, it it turned into a legit thing for me. Yeah, I just yeah. want to drive on the course. I don't know if I want. I can hit the bottom of the drive. Bra, <laughs> you are perfect for me. Then we get the cooler, we throw it on the back. We got the biz, we got the liquor. We're not gonna make it back. <laughs> <laughs> we never make it back. <laughs> Come get me in the night, baby. We don't I'm even make it. Look, 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 look. With me and some of my folks, we don't even make it the whole 18 holes when we go. Wow. It's like it's like by the seventh hole, we drunk and like, yeah, whatever happens at this point just happened. That's crazy. Fuck them yeah, people. I'm, I've never been <laughs> golfing though. I'm gonna I'm, I'm try uh, golf. You gotta come with me. You gotta come with me. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Start off, come with me. Um, come hang out with me at Top Golf. So you get the fun part of the golfing. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah. and then one day we can hit the range in Fort Washington where it's actually the mechanics of the golfing and all that. And then, and then one Saturday, early fucking morning. <laughs> We're gonna hit the we're gonna hit the course and try to do all eighteen holes. And like I said, fucking with me might not make it all eighteen. You know, we, we gonna do seven. I love <laughs> we gonna price. be drunk by the seven. 
You say you love your wife. What they got to do? I have, I, I have an ex that work at Top Golf. Oh, so you can't go uh -oh. to Top Golf. Who is she? It's not. She uh -oh. work at every Wait, Top Golf. It's like four of them, ain't it? Right. And she working. What you talking about? I, I, the I one that I said. I love. I love my. I love my wife. You so you're not going to talk. Okay, but, right. uh, but What's her, what her name is? Uh -oh. <laughs> my wife. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep. I'm trying to keep you safe. Her name is my glorious beautiful wife. Shit. So, in other words, he'll talk to you after the show. We, 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 <laughs> right. I talk to my wife. Uh, I'm gonna go wife. there and be like, "Look, I love my wife's fucking." Which one of y'all married the mic? Because I can't flirt with y'all no more. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I have an ex. Nah, he's he had an ex that worked there, yeah. so you can flirt with her. It's, it's <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I wanted and like both of y'all are fathers, so I wanted to talk to y'all a little bit about that. Like you already talked about it some Hollywood, but I want to talk because you know that's such a life changing experience. People always say. Bruh. So I wanted to know, like, what's the biggest thing about you about Hollywood that changed when you became a father? <laughs> The way I treat women. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest and let's be real. It's the yeah. way I treat women. From, yeah. Like, I don't want my daughter to going through none of the shit that I used to put women through. So everything, everything changed. It's like, I don't want to treat no woman wrong or make her go through something that I don't want my daughter to go through. You know what I'm saying? Like Aiden is a princess, you know what I'm saying? So she yes. like <laughs> my daddy, my daddy, like she'll tell y'all real quick, my daddy, my daddy. <laughs> and That's and dope. she knows, like she's a princess. If if she knows, I taught her. If I if they can't treat you better than I do, you don't need them, baby. Hmm. And I even do that with I I even do it with both of my goddaughters too. They both know if 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 no dude treating y'all better than what I do for y'all, y'all don't need them. Right, right. And you know, when you when you speak of depression, uh, I had children on purpose. Whether it was uh, with a woman who already had you know spawned that child, and it was already birthed here, and that person, the little person became mine, and you know the ones that I spawned. But ultimately, being a father gave me a reason to breathe and live because I didn't have no other no real reason as a man because the example that was set before me all died, died early and was living to die. Uh, I, in my heart, just want to, you know, live and, and, and love and, and, and take care of them. So it's like, my kids gave me a reason to breathe, all of them. Breathe. Not, not like I mean to breathe. Yeah. So, what's the biggest thing, Mike, about you that changed, or was it just that they gave you a reason that, to live? The reason, I, 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 forgive me, I, I wasn't trying to delve into all that. It was depression. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to breathe. You know, when you, when you when you get into a dark place, you don't, you don't want to be here no more. I got I got stars to prove all that. You know, you know what I'm saying you don't want to be anymore. So, and when you get to that point, it's like. But when you have reason to breathe, I have a I have an eternal reason to breathe. I'm a father. I gave forth life. You know, I give forth love, respect, compassion, heart, real shit. Like I give forth right here. The same shit I'm talking about right now to my, my kids too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And that's and and beyond that, you know, they they looking at you too. So anything that you do, you know. 
um, is going to affect them. So, so exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, right now, like this is the thing that gets me right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so in awe because Raekwon, my son, call him my son. He's actually jumping into the music business. Like, he's a manager. He's managing artists, and he has his artists. And, yeah. and he's literally following my footsteps and my blueprint. And I'm just, I sit back and I'm like, they watch you've, been, you've been paying attention all this time. Yeah, like, they watch yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he is literally on my blueprint. Like, yeah, yeah. This is what my dad did. This is where he went wrong. Yeah. Or, or maybe he didn't go wrong, but I'm going to ask him what happened here. And that's what he does. And then he goes back and <laughs> It's just weird to watch kids grow up. Yeah, their perception is so, is so like my nephew, like this dude, like, so he's always been into cartoons and stuff. Like when he got to a certain age, you know, it's, it's cool to be with, you know, when they get to his age where they start discovering stuff that you was, that you enjoy when you was young. So when he started getting into cartoon, like the Spider-Man and the, all that stuff, and he would like the color. So he would be like, Uncle Dave, draw, cause I draw. And so he'd be like, draw Spider-Man so I could color him in. And I'm I'm drawing it and he's watching me and I'm thinking he's in awe of what I'm doing. No, this little dude is watching what I'm doing. Now he has a drawing channel on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like he's really studying the moves. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, you little bastard, you done took my bike must stop, but no, but it's so dope to see. It's the dopest, it's the dopest, most weirdest thing ever. Just to just to say, like to look and see somebody mimic you and really think they're cool. <laughs> my son, my son lives at home with his mother. I live with all girls. I pee on all the toilet seats. I leave shit in the commode, and I text them messages like this: "Say poop, 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 poop." You see why? Because everybody bleeds around here. You understand that? Everybody bleeds. He's <laughs> tired of being in the house with all women. God, I feel all the. You see, sometimes I put saran wrap on the fucking toilet seat, and I put I put baby oil on the, on the front. So when I hear him slide off and fall into the motherfucking tub, it's hilarious. You understand me? Mike, yeah. it's not wrong with you, man. But, oh, but, yeah. my God. I put, I put pepper in their toothpaste. You understand that? Mike, don't do none they of that. It's they Mike, but they can't, they can't find out. Right, right. Mike, yeah, Mike, you're Mike, will kill you. I fuck with people. I live with all girls, y'all. Y'all understand that. We'll come in here, and they'll be packing. And they got, I didn't realize, hey, we all men here, right? They got different kinds of pads. You understand that? Like, different, different like sections and sizes and shit. And uh, well, you they, know when they when they when they got these conversations, they be real live conversations. And I'm thinking to myself, am I not fucking here? Like, you know what? I'm like, you gotta get used to it, man. You gotta Bro, I remember here. I remember the first time I stepped up and was like, I'm gonna be the greatest boyfriend ever and go get my woman some pants. I remember that crazy <laughs> ass relationship. You don't know what the fuck they the dumbest shit I ever did. <laughs> That was like going out to buy condoms. Like, baby, do we want to get the red ones for my pleasure? Or right, right, right. <laughs> and then like going to get her her pads and shit. It's like I don't even know how to do this. What do you like? What is your brand? Right. What is? Yeah. It? What do you like the Safeway Select? Right. <laughs> you like Giant? Always win. 
always with wings. Why did they have no wings? wings? I didn't like, know he was flying. <laughs> these bitches fly. Where they right. start flying? Where are we going with this shit? <laughs> like, this is why we need a fe- like our female energy because no, it's just talking about craziness. But look, <laughs> so what, what happens is what happens is they get real quiet. When they get older, they get all quiet. Like, Mm, I don't know, you know what the fuck we talking about. Right, right, right. You see your goddamn trash can. At least six days out of the goddamn month. What the fuck is going on? It is what it is. And I still right, like, like, like I don't trust you. You bleeding this many days in a row. You ain't dead. But the first time you cut my ass and I don't wake up the next day, I'm cheating on you. Right, right. Fuck them people. Like it all comes back to <laughs> it all comes, it all circles back to fuck them people. So speaking of circling back, I'm, I'm going to try to steer this uh, interview back on track. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, hosting, DJing, rapping, uh, I've, I've heard the term king of karaoke been thrown around a few times about you. I but mean, what's like, so if, if if you had to pick one, like what's Hollywood, like what was your favorite of all of those? Do you have a favorite? Like, DJing, hosting, karaoke, rapping, uh, uh, the radio, uh, everything you've done, did you have a spot where you was like, this is it right here. This is the one that's I'm really home. I love them all. I love them all. It's just, they gave me, they gave me the right energy. And I think it was more or less, you know what? Nope. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to say hosting. Okay. I'm going to say hosting because I enjoy controlling the crowd and mm. I enjoy the crowd enjoying me. Like, even though it was other people performing or getting on stage or something like that. I was kind of the memorable one. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I took something away with it and, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and I enjoyed yeah. it because I love people saying they had a good time and I made sure that they had a good time and stuff. It's the feedback for me. Let me, yeah, yeah it's the yeah. feedback for me. When I get the feedback of people saying they had a great time or something like that because of what I was doing and stuff like that, that, it's home, like okay. Yeah. I have my purpose. I'm I'm making people. You just start the question at me. Okay. I want to ask you anything, just because both of you guys have done something I've never done. What's the difference? Oh, you know, when you were around your family and friends, and you yourself, like I am now. You did. Like Dave was like, you know, Mike go on stage. I'm like, they're not. I can't if if I'm like this on stage, I'm gonna offend somebody because I don't get a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't want hurt my feelings. I want you know. So what's the difference between being funny and, and, and cool, having and being entertaining around your family and friends versus a crowd of motherfuckers you don't know? For me, it's not a difference. Like right. yeah. it, I mean, it took it took a while for I'm gonna say it took a while for my family to get used to the fact that I was an entertainer, mm. like a lot of my family had a misconception about me. Mm. They thought like I was um, just a guy that was always in the club and getting drunk type shit. <laughs> and, and it took for like um, a couple <laughs> of my cousins to come visit mm. and see me setting up for um, an actual event that I was working and see that I was up till three, four o'clock in the morning preparing. Word. And they was like, wow, I didn't know it was it was like this. We just thought you just went to the club, got drunk, got money, came home, da-da-da. It's a whole preparation yeah, to this word. thing. Like, 
I got to put these songs together. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure what's running through, who's doing this and who's going on when and who's doing that. Like, it's a, it's a whole thing being an entertainer that people don't understand. They just think, oh, it's easy. He just goes to the club, get drunk, get paid, like I said. And that's it. And no, it's it's a lot more to it. For what you think a four-hour workday, what it looks like to some people, it's actually 12 hours. It's 12 hours all the way into it from prep to setting up to even at the end of the night. You still got to break down shit, make sure everything's good, everybody's straight, and call it a day. So it's it's a 12-hour job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's some. Um, I think like like you said in the beginning, it's it's not a lot of difference between being being funny and having that person. It's the same personality. I think, mm-hmm. um, like Hollywood said, it's more about the prep because in a situation where you're getting paid to do it, or you know you're doing it for a specific reason, you want it to be more polished, so you put more time and and energy into um the performance like when you know we're around family and stuff and you're having fun if you like uh make a joke that don't land or if you if y'all freestyling and you spit something and it don't really hit you know it's it's your family they cool they might laugh and stuff but if that happens while you you know when you're performing or like if like if he's hosting and he say something and everybody like what what the fuck? you know that might be his job that next week he might not get you know so more time goes into preparing and making sure you know what I'm saying? What, what you doing going work. And so that's where what he said, like those 12 hour work days and it's a lot of prep and 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 stuff like that. But but the the personality in and of itself is the same. That's where it comes from. So so yeah, it's it's not I don't think it's as different, but it's just more preparation. Yeah. Like you said, you know. The do you ever uh feel like when you when you're trying to be authentic and like you know off the cuff? Does that uh, ever supersede, you know, when you are polished and uh, trained and rehearsed? Rehearsed? So if something, so if something happened and you can roll with it and be funny with it, or you know, take it and make a moment, like that's the thing. Like where Hollywood stood out, like, and I would tell my artists when I managed the artists, I would always tell them more than performing your song or doing your verse or whatever the case is, work on creating moments. That's how people remember you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if you can do that, so, you know what I'm saying? Remember that time when he did this? Remember that time when he Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, um, uh, that type of thing is always, if, if, if an opportunity for that appears, I think that's something that separates, you know, good hosts and good entertainers uh-huh. from the just mediocre ones. They're able so to I wonder why he had me on the show. Like, I be wondering, like, he, he know I'm going to say what the fuck I'm going to say. <laughs> but I mean, you know. <laughs> like, like, no, he know, but, you know, I also I have a thought. I like chess. You know, I play, yeah, every night. You know, it's 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 um you know glimmers of intelligence in between the buffoonery and I appreciate. Now nah, I'm just playing. Now nah, <laughs> <laughs> that but was so fucking fuck you, Dave. <laughs> but Dave is like Dave is like super right on that because of the fact like like with me, I take this hosting thing like dead ass serious, just like I did as, as an as an artist as a rapper. Mm. Like, when I know that this mic is about to be mine and I'm about to have to control all these people's attention and give them a moment, 
that's what I do. And that's what I try to give every time. I try to find something to give them something to remember. Every, if you've ever been to any event that I've hosted, you cannot say, no one can say that they did not have a memorable experience. Yeah, yeah, create a moment. Yeah. I create moments, and that's what I do. That's why I even took, even like with my name, it's Hollywood the Entertainer. I'm not DJ Hollywood. I'm not Hollywood the host. I'm not Hollywood the MC. None of that. It's the entertainer because I'm giving you everything. I'm a total fucking package. And I'm going to brag about myself right now, something that I normally don't do. So fuck the humbleness. Fuck the people. <laughs> I'm an entertainer and I give people what they want when I touch that mic, even for me hosting the basketball games and stuff like that. Like I was more, more memorable than the game. People came back, came back to the games just to hear me cut jokes and talk on the mic while the games was going on. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna take my credit and give it to myself right now. Yeah, but <laughs> so you gotta do it, man. <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta give yourself the flowers. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it 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 is definitely a passion of mine, and I love it. I love it. I love it's some. It just me with a mic in my hand. I'm happy. I'm happy. Whether it's doing radio, hosting, performing, like actually, it's funny because. Today, no, what was it? Yesterday, Dave, I asked you about um bragging. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that song, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why that song popped in my head, yeah, but yeah. I was like, I wanted to hear it, and then it sparked me listening to a whole bunch of of songs that the world has not heard that I've made. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I kind of want to jump on the stage one last right, time. I've been under, look, we need to, <laughs> we're going we gonna to talk, because I've been in the same, like, I got work that's just sitting <laughs> collecting dust. Right. And we're going to do something, man. This conversation was meant to happen. I'm trying to I say, got, yeah, like, yeah, I got, like, I like, I literally, it's, it's one of my homegirls from high school. She had, she literally has all of my songs, songs that I forgot about. Mm. And, 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 and so I had to check the email. She was like, yeah, all of them. I got them. Wow. Yeah. Like I got this song called Waterbed. Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> when I tell y'all that joint, if y'all know back in my performance days, my song so necessary when I used to pull girls up on the stage, Waterbed is shitting on so necessary. Like okay, it's one for the ladies, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this one right here, as, as my man Trey Songs would say, <laughs> this one here's a panty dropper. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm causing flash floods all between thighs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, that's that's what you was look, that's what you was known for. Like, you day, know, I no, was the LL Cool J of the DMV, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, like I said, that was meant to happen, man. Like, you know, I got, I've been on that same thing for just listening to stuff like, man, this, this need to come out. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going to talk, man, we're going to, we're going to get something popping. But I want to know, like, so you talk about that, um, uh, and, and we've talked, you know, all interview about that spark and, and being that all around entertainer, you know what I'm saying? Who, in your opinion, epitomizes that? Who is really like a, a all around entertainer? Somebody that you look up to that really does that well? The one that inspired me and got me started, Dougie Fresh. Mm. My whole everything that I've done has been um, based upon Dougie Fresh. Everything, because mm -hmm. he was an artist, 
and then he also and he was also hosting parties and stuff like that. So I always paid attention to him. So even like my first time, like my first time actually hosting and being something was at the um what is the tournament called that every all the black people go to for the basketball? Rutgers in New York? No, no, no. Um it's in Charlotte. Um I don't forgot what it's called, but it's the it's, it's, it's ACC. Not the ACC. Um, it's the setup for the ACC before they go into it. It's their their division playoffs. Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot what it's called, but that was my um my first really big big hosting event. I still don't even know how I got that gig. Mm. Um, but yeah, I opened up with Dougie Fresh. I was the opening host to my 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 role model, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. I wanted to be like. Yeah. So it's like, yo, and, and for him to come back and tell me like, yo, you did your damn thing. Like, it's it's some, you got it. And I was like, for real? And then yeah. of course took pictures with him and yeah. lost my camera. Yeah. The greatest moment that ever happened in my life besides me meeting my wife, Aaliyah. Yeah. CIAA, thank you, Tarika. Thank you, Play Cousin. That's okay. CIAA. <laughs> But, okay, um, okay. But yeah, that was like the greatest moment in my life, and I have nothing to show for it because I lost my fucking camera. Hey man, when you said that, that reminded me. Uh <laughs> so and we're gonna get to because you met a lot of people in your career. So we're gonna talk about that too. But real quick, when you say you lost your camera, I remember the uh the Titan Awards one year. We were there the year that uh Kelly Williams came uh, with. Yeah, and we took. I think I took a picture of you with her, and then I tried to take a picture of myself with her, and my phone died. <laughs> and so you, you got to pick, and I didn't. And I always felt some type of way about. So that. that's where that picture came from. That yeah, was yeah. From I, you. I, okay. I took a picture of you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and her together, and then when I tried to get mine, my phone was like doo doo, and I cried a little bit on the inside. So that's one of my, you know, what I'm saying like, uh, yeah, one of the people that I uh, like Kelly, yeah, you know, uh, Laura Winslow. Hey Laura, yeah, yeah I love man. Her. Still to yeah. this day, yeah. Her stepmother Peggy, that's that's my baby. I love them, so I always be in constant contact with them and shit. But yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, you had an opportunity to to meet, to host, to work with a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying? To, like you said, you you had a chance to meet Aaliyah before she passed away. Two you weeks, literally. Two? No, it wasn't even two weeks. Wow. She literally left from where I met her to go to New York to be on 106 in Park before she flew off to go shoot the video shoot the video for Rock the Boat. Right, right. And that's so yeah, and yeah. yeah. So that's it was really like a couple days. And and the crazy thing was I looked a hot mess that day. I was I was hanging on the block with my boys drinking. <laughs> Not even thinking about like I need to get my hair cut, get in shape up or nothing. And, and my homegirl hit me up, and she was like, I need you to come to my brother's house right now. I said, girl, your brother's a cop. I'm not coming to your goddamn. I'm not coming to his house. He ain't shooting me. And she was like, just come here. And so I'm in my squishy pants, white T-shirt, no shape up. Yeah, yeah. And I pull up, and I see all these cars. And she's like, and she meets me, and she was like, I need you to be calm when I tell you this. I said, you better not be pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, you're getting ready to meet Aaliyah. I said, Aaliyah who? 
<laughs> she said, Aaliyah. I said, and you got me like this? Why you ain't tell me to go change? Right, right. She's like, you ain't had time. Just come on. Right. But she got you in there, though. She yeah. got me in there. And the whole time, whole time, I'm the only picture that she smiled in that day. She didn't smile in nobody else's picture. So that shit made my day. I was like, <laughs> I knew this girl loved me. We going to be together, Joe. Just watch. I knew it. Hey. She going to come back. She going to do 106 and Park. She going to break up with Dame Dash ass. And she going to say, I need to go back to Merlin and find that fine ass nigga with no shape up. With no shape up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. You uh, <laughs> since then you've done like, you, like I said, you you had the opportunity to meet a lot of artists. Like, um, besides Aaliyah, like, did you have any that stood out? Like, this is dope. Like, they gave you some good conversation. Or new edition. No so Well, you know, no look, elephant in the room. Everybody <laughs> say since I met you, everybody said I didn't really see it until people started saying about you and Ralph Tresman. <laughs> y'all resemble each other real close. But then I say like pictures. I'm like, this nigga do look like a little bit, a little bit. So yeah, yeah. They're my peoples though. They're my yeah. How'd like, you meet them? It was it. Um, once again, um. Just me being me. Um, cause remember, um, I used to tint windows and shit like that and install car stereos. Yeah, yeah, the so, spot over uh by Abbott's and Mall, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was at Gogo Radio, I would leave Gogo Radio and my shop happened to be the parking lot over. Right. So I was like, I could just leave there and go over there and work. Cool, bet. So we ended up um fixing um this bus to be Johnny Gill's tour bus. And his manager was there, you know, always there, cool with us, just watching everything go down. And he was like, you got a radio show? And I was like, yep. And, and he was like, well, let's set up an interview with Johnny. I said, for real? <laughs> and yeah. so so we set it up. We rented out, um, what was it? Not CFE. Well, one of them joints. We rented it out. We had like a whole meet and greet for Johnny. We had the food catered. Everything Johnny right, was here, right. and and it was crazy because he had somewhere else to be later on. Like he was only supposed to be there for like two hours. He had such a good time fucking with us. He was like, "I'm not ready to leave." And guess what? He basically hit the fuck them people. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <fake. laughs> it's a thing now. Fuck them people, y'all. Hashtag it. Hashtag but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he had a good time, and I and he was like, "Yo, you should." come on the road with us. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, y'all fucking with me now. Y'all don't want me going on the road with y'all. Y'all playing with me. Y'all gonna say That's this. crazy. Y'all gonna lie to me. I'm gonna be in waiting. the right place. I'm gonna be waiting for this day where I'm supposed to get my plane ticket or something and I don't never hear from y'all. Dog, I tell you, two weeks later, plane ticket ready for me. Airport, everything, hotel, boom. I was like, I'm really going on tour. That's I'm hanging true. with New Edition. And like, I was really rocking with them. I was with them when Whitney died. Wow. And, and the news had to be told to, um, and, and, and it had to be told to Bobby. Wow. Because he didn't know yet. He did not wow. know yet. He came out the hotel room and got on the tour bus. 
And all of us was just sitting there because everybody was like, yo, we don't even know how this nigga going to act. Yeah. And he came in. He was ready to turn up anyway. He had a bottle of Belvy and was just ready to turn up. And and um, I think it was Ronnie. Yeah, it was Ronnie that sat him down and told him because he ain't checked his phone. He ain't seen nothing. So he ain't know Whitney was dead yet. Wow. So Ronnie told him that uh that she died and that was tough. Yeah, just to be there in that moment, man. You the, wow, wow. So so wait, so you got so what was you doing on the like you was a DJ you was DJing for him or what was you doing on the tour? Nigga, I was like a groupie. <laughs> I was I was the uh I was the fluffer. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let, me, let me fix it. Let me yeah, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, when the groupies try to get to the main event, they gotta holler at a certain, they gotta go to a certain person. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was, was a, okay, okay. I was that guy. <laughs> you was a layer, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so okay. you want to meet them? Step into my office. Okay. And let's see how this goes. You like, know, that's hey, look. <laughs> That stuff don't, it, it, it's tough that nowadays you can't really, you know, it's so much going on now that those days are pretty much it's over. No one is still going to fuck that. I mean, to a certain extent, but now this you got to be careful. This girl was, I don't know, some rapper, he, she's buried her face in his crotch, sniffing his balls. She's on Pro Star right now. She had a comeback video on her. Shut up. But no, I'm, you got to be careful these days. Them videos get out and then somebody say something. Oh, you took advantage of blah, blah, blah. She came back out like... Like, that's why I'm glad I'm not super famous. Yeah, somebody yeah, probably yeah. would have thrown some shit back on me by now. Right. They, they probably be like, man, Rob Tresvan had us on the bus and was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, man. That's dope. that's an amazing story though, man. Like wow, like like I said, some of the stuff you've seen and some of the stuff you live. That's why I was like, man, I gotta get a man Hollywood to come through and kick it with us, man. And um, it's 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 uh coming up to eight thirty now, so I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. I'm but here for uh, it. But yeah. low key secret though, like a lot of people will never believe this <laughs> when I say this because I don't I don't I don't tell a lot of people this, but. Me and Ray J are actually cool motherfuckers. <laughs> you and Ray J, like Brandy brother Ray J? Yeah, that Brandy brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like, met him once at Howard. He came through Howard when I was there. But he, he was real, like, uh, at that time, he was going through some stuff. Yeah. I'll say. And so it was like, he was real short with every. It was like four of us, you know what I'm saying, around. And he was like a little standoffish so we just was like all right cool but but yeah we you say yeah. you with him you know yeah we we started off at love so it was like quick conversations back then you know because you would always get booked and stuff and then we just kept running back into each other for shows and shit like that so um Atlanta when yo yo made me her head of security funny story there too <laughs> shout out to yo yo that's another funny story. But that's the night Ray J proposed to um Princess. And and we ran across each other and I said, yo, why do we always keep coming across each other like this? And and you know, and so we started talking and rapping. We exchanged numbers. So every now and then he might shoot me a text. So I shoot him a text and I keep telling him, nigga, I want a scooty bike. I need to be in what you're doing. 
Right, right. He don't respond to that shit though. Yeah, he'll respond. He'll respond to all the silly, goofy shit. But right, right, like, right. I want to make money with you. Type shit. Right. He don't respond. Like fuck you, this. Well, you know, I mean, they probably got <laughs> a bunch of people hitting them. Over, yeah, you know. but that's the homie though. That's the homie. That's cool I, though. That's I cool. fucks with him. I fuck with him and Princess. And then we go back to the yo-yo thing. Yeah, that was because yeah. of Pam. Yeah, right, right. Pam was real cool. Yeah, I made Pam yo-yo and yo-yo like best friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she cool, and I'm sitting there looking at Yo-Yo like, man, you was on Martin, man. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and back to, I came with, on the box watching, can't play with my Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo, first right. Yo. And, and just seeing her in real life is dope. Like, like, Yo-Yo, it was like crazy, like, it's Yo-Yo. Yeah, and it looks yeah. fine as fuck in real life. Yeah, 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 bad, yeah, yeah. So, so the whole thing, she was like, <laughs> she was like, okay, we about to go in this club. And we about to be all this. I said, how all of us, you just want to walk all of us in? She said, yeah, and you're my head of security. I said, who the fuck going to look at my, this is back when I was kind of skinny. <laughs> yeah. Like, who the fuck going to take me serious as your head of security? Right. She was like, just shut up and run with it. I was like, all right, fuck it. So we get there, security go, they look at me, she like, that's my security. Security look at me like, <laughs> long as she's safe <laughs> yeah yeah right. and who gonna question yo-yo right like right, right. if, if that's what she paying me for that's what she paying for me right hey hey that's the move but so we got to pop bottles in there don't like I'm, I'm i'm living like i'm living that celebrity life like yeah. i'm a head of security but yet i was kind of like her her boyfriend for the night see <laughs> So, so I'm good. We having a ball. This is I'm standing on couches. We drinking Crown Royal Apple. Yeah, yeah. You good time. With, yeah, good time. With Yo-Yo. That's dope, man. That's dope. So yeah, man. Before we get uh, one thing I want to ask you on some DJ stuff real quick. The three songs that's guaranteed to get the party started that you can play to start any party to get it hyped. Not the starter, but to get it hype. What's the three best songs to get it hype of all time? Not just, you know, all, not like of all that. time. Of yeah. all time? Okay. Well, right now in this day and age, anything Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yeah, they love Megan. Megan and, and or, or just let me play WAP off the break. Yeah, yeah. I run them. <laughs> if I play WAP or anything Megan or Cardi, I've, I've already won the party. Yeah. Um, what else? It depends. It depends on where I'm at. But I'll also say, like, um, if I'm if I'm down south, any type of southern soul, they ready. They they on that floor for any type of southern soul. Cold Pepsi and a hot man, all of that. They there for it. Um, <laughs> and all the time, what's another one that gets them right? That you can always play and go to. Um, Fifty Cent. Um, you can always play Fifty Cent. The uh, Go Saudi, it's your birthday because it's oh, always yeah. somebody. Bur- it's always yeah, somebody's yeah. birthday, and out. some yeah. girl is there already ready to say hey. You know, right, 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 right. <laughs> Once a girl hit the hey, it's a wrap. Everybody's out there. <laughs> she done. Yeah. yeah. So. So I remember, man, when we was work when we was uh, at the harbor, um, uh, for a while when you were, you know, dealing with your stuff, and I was kind of running like the computers and stuff in there. I had I was bringing my laptop in, 
And I stole, well, not stole, I borrowed a bunch of your music. Like you had piles <laughs> of music on there and uh, you had such an eclectic mix. Like we have a lot of the same taste in music. I'm like, oh, this nigga got this too? Let me get that too. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was copying, but like your mix was so crazy. Like what, do you have a favorite artist? Like you had somebody you just listen to all the time because your mix was so crazy. Like is it one or, you know, somebody you, that, that stands out above everybody? Um, for me, like in my in, in in my alone time listening to music and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go Charlie Wilson. I'm 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 a big yeah. ass Charlie Wilson fan. Charlie Wilson yeah. and Gerald Lever- it's Charlie Wilson, Gerald Lever, and Heavy D, my top three. Yeah. Okay, and we gotta add Dougie Fresh, but y'all knew that anyway. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's the but, but Charlie Wilson, Gerald Lever, and and Heavy D. And that's that, that that kind of that kind of sums up the Hollywood experience because it's all feel good music, it's mm-hmm. all party, it's all hype, it's all you know what I'm saying, positive vibes, you know what I'm saying? And that's substance. That's kind of you. It's kind of yeah. you. Ain't, I ain't even get that. I gotta ask you about uh flyish only. Oh, the clothing line. Yes, yeah. let's talk yeah. about it. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how'd you get into like how'd you start the flyish only or how'd you get into it with them? Oh bruh, once again, long ass story. <laughs> It goes back to me having rides at, at, at Temple Hills and my man James, shout out to the Changes Collection, that's his joint. He makes clothes and all that. He made all the rise radio shirts that we had and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling me, why don't you make your own clothing line? I was like, I don't even have a name for it. And, and I couldn't come up with a name. So what, six years later, Coming up on my birthday, it was like, oh, I like Flyish Only. I don't even know how that came up. And I was like, you know what? That's going to be my clothing line. And I hit him immediately and said, dog, I need shirts. And he printed them up. And at that time, my ex, well, she was my girlfriend then. We put the whole family on that shit. Like, everybody, like, all y'all are rocking Flyish Only. only. We're all going to this basketball game. And fly is only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's all it takes for somebody to say it and to catch on. So is that still a thing? Is it still going or oh yeah, I'm about to I'm revamping, I'm about to relaunch. Um as you see, I got the hat on. I got my I had beachwear on yesterday and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm about to revamp it, relaunch it. I'm about to order uh a good amount of shirts and 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 push them in the streets. Yeah. And I have um I have a bougie, I have a bougie's uh a bougie line coming out of Fly It's Only where even the logo just looks bougie, like just fancy type shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm about to I'm about to take it. I'm about to I'm about to be serious about it. Um website coming and everything. And I'm actually gonna let my son run it. I'm gonna let him run it. Okay. Okay. I gotta focus on all this other shit, right? Yeah, now, yeah. So. You can't do everything. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm gonna let him head it up, and yeah. he's got a closer ear to the streets anyway. So yeah, and the legacy, like you keep mm-hmm. keeping it in the family. Yeah, that, that's dope, man. So I mean, it's, it's a bunch more stuff we could talk about, but I ain't gonna keep you all night. I am gonna ask you. I have two questions that I ask every guest that comes on here. I always enjoy the answers that I get. It's introspective questions. Um, the first one is. If you had an opportunity to talk to a young 
version of yourself. If you could go back in the time machine and talk to 12-year-old Chad, right, with everything you've been doing in your life up until this point. And I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes I say that to people and it's like, you know, they ain't been, but for you, this got some weight to it. For everything you've been through in your life up until this point, everything you lived through and all the wisdom, more importantly, all the wisdom that you acquired, if you had a chance to go back and talk to a young version of yourself, give them something like the kind of prepare them, just tell them, you know what I'm saying? What, what would that conversation be like? What kind of things did you say to young Chad? Fuck them people. <laughs> with that, right? Oh, man, if I had somebody tell me that. But, but, nah, but, it's, but seriously, I would tell myself, enjoy the moments. Enjoy them. I, I, I've honestly, I honestly can say I never enjoy a lot of my, a lot of my wins or my victories or whatever like that. I never really enjoyed them. I was always like, okay, goal achieved. What's next? How we getting there? How we getting there? Like, even though sometimes I come off modest and say stuff like I get it, I'm there, but I never really enjoy moments like like opening up at the harbor. Right. It was a great day, but it was a busy day. Right. So much I, going on. Right. I really didn't enjoy it. I was embraced by the fact that when I finally left there and came home, because my uncle, R.I.P. to him, he didn't get to come down there on the opening. Mm. So he brought me a bottle and had it in my house waiting for me for when I came home mm. and a cigar. And that was like, you know, that meant more to me. Like, even him not being there didn't mean shit. But the fact that he did that and was there for me afterwards to right. just say, nephew, I'm proud of you because we was on our we all we got thing because this was, like I said, after my mom died. Right. So, so me and him, we ended up being we were thick as thieves at this point now. You're like, you're not my uncle, you're my brother type yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and it's those type of moments where you kind of miss, you kind of miss these moments because you don't celebrate them and embrace them the way that you should. Like, yeah. I'm about, I'm, this is about to get me like super emotional. Like, I wish I'd have took more advantage and, and and embrace the time that like me and him had together before he yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. Cause that was my right hand. I see. I see. And and even like when I finally did get him to come down to the harbor, it was on the late night, but he got to see it and he was just like, yo, this is dope. I'm so fucking proud of you. I didn't think it was like this. Right. Yeah. Type shit. And and, and that really meant the world to me. And like, the only thing that hurts me now is the fact that Aiden won't get to experience what her dad has done in this world. You know what I'm saying? Cause now I'm just a, I'm just a regular guy. Oh man, hold up, hold up, whoa, 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 yeah, none of you, you stay, hey, so, so, uh, when you was talking, I was thinking about something, and what you just said really brought it full circle, like, the, so, one of the things that human nature is, we do a lot of things, so, one of the things that we tend to do is, um, 
look back on things and see the lessons that we should have seen in the moment. And one of those things that we always see is, damn, I should have took more time to enjoy it. The blessing of still being here, of still breathing, of still walking this earth is you have an opportunity to do it right this time. You know what I'm saying? So, and and all that, like, regardless of what you do, working at, uh, working for, you know, it's sure anything, man, you still Hollywood, bro. Like, you talking <laughs> like you're not Hollywood. Like, you don't have a spark. Like, you still got it. You still that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. I don't want to hear that bullshit, man. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you, and, and like you said, you got stuff on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? You got the the, the flyish only. We about to put this music out. You know what I'm saying? We about to put this music. And I got some other stuff. Like I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad we reconnected because this stuff that I've been thinking about. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, only Hollywood could probably do this. So we gonna chat. Like for real, for real, we gonna talk. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so that was. The, I appreciate that answer. And um, uh, yeah, definitely. Don't forget that you still Hollywood, nigga. Like, uh, and not even. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell. I always tell people one of the reasons I do this show is to get people on here that I admire and make sure they understand how dope they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, you still Hollywood, nigga. You still that name carries weight in this area because <laughs> of you. You know what I'm saying? So don't forget that. But yeah, so I appreciate that answer. The other question that I asked is, you know, you've done a lot. Like you said, you opened up for people, you hosted, you rap, you had the show. You always in situations where it's a lot of eyes on Hollywood. When people are looking at Hollywood, when people see you, what is it that you hope they see? Greatness. Let's be arrogant. Let's be arrogant for one, for one moment. Yeah, Let's be yeah. honest and arrogant real quick. Real. Greatness. I want them to look at me and be like, yo, he's one of the best that ever did it. Whatever it is I'm doing, I want people to look at me and be like, he's one of the best that ever do whatever the fuck it is I'm doing. When I step on that stage, when I get behind them turntables, when I put that mic in my hand, I want people to be like, yo, that's him. He's that, like you said, he's that dude. He, he has yeah. that it factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just want them to be like he's one of the best to ever do it. Hey man, I've I've seen you rock crowds. I've seen you host. I've seen you, uh, you know, do the radio show thing. Uh, you know, most of the stuff you do, and I mean, it ain't too much that you haven't murdered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like done at that high level. So you know what I'm saying? You there? And so and like I said. Now you have an opportunity to do it and take those lessons into it. So stop and enjoy it while you're doing it and things of that nature. So it ain't nothing to it, man. You know, everybody start from somewhere. You got the luxury of starting starting over. It's starting with the knowledge of somebody who, you know, has already done it. You know, so you ahead of the game already. Man, we're going to wrap some more, man. We're going to talk after this. <laughs> but, man, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, on behalf of myself, Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, Aisha, who for some reason never came back. I don't know why she said her phone died. And uh, but uh, I think she was there uh, because she was in the robe and the rap. I think she had a nigga coming through. We'll never get into that. But, <laughs> hey, Mike. Like, she didn't even Mike. give me time to tell Mike her how. Mike ain't say shit. That Aisha, that was Dave. Yeah, Dave's I tried to draw you into it, Mike. But yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> He was already gone. He was already gone. She's like, she's ready to go to bed. Let me get the let me get the exit out. I'll be having myself Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, my brother Just Mike, and the one and only Hollywood. Hey man, thank y'all for checking out another episode of the Neighbors Livecast. 
Take care of yourselves and each other. Have a great week. Man, uh, uh, love each other, man. Leave with love, man. Stop worrying about all this stuff that they're trying to put out here to separate us, man. Love each other, man. Forget all that stuff. We all people. And, you know, our differences don't make us enemies. They make us better. They make us uh, 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 connect more. So so live with that. You know what I'm saying? Hollywood, we're going to rap. Uh, yeah, I got to get y'all on the check-in. Y'all got to come. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Oh, man, I can't go till you tell them about the check-in. <laughs> when is the check-in on? How can they see the check-in? The check-in is every Tuesday at 8.30. Um, we actually have a Facebook page. Uh, the check-in podcast is uh, what it's called. Um, you can follow us on that right now. Uh, we do it every Tuesday. That's, that show came about because of everything I was going through. We... We started off talking about mental health and, and stuff like that. And we talk about relationships and just everything that goes on in the world right now, just to give y'all a, um, give people a breath of fresh air, something different. Definitely, definitely. And if needed. you're going through something, you know, we can lift you up. Like, cause I'm not gonna lie. I use it selfishly for myself. <laughs> when I go through my shit, I use the show. When I'm in a bad place mentally, I use the show. and. And it's a good, it, it's something good. And like, just check us out on Tuesday. Shout out Definitely. to my co-hosts, Ray, Yaya, and Tiffany. Yeah, y'all need to yeah, check out okay, the show. Wait, we don't have y'all up there one Tuesday, it's, though. It's the check-in, so is, is it uh, like check-in or how you spelling it? Because I'm looking for it on Facebook right now. Uh, it's check-in. Okay. Uh, is this check-in or is it the check-in? It is, hold on, let me. Weekly check-in show. That's what it's called. Weekly I check, forgot. Okay. Mm -hmm. gotcha. Weekly check-in. All right, y'all. Go check it out. Weekly check-in show. Uh, yeah, we're going to rap. And, uh, you know, you can hit me anytime on Facebook. And just let, let us know. We'll definitely come through, whether it's virtual or, you know, I need to go scoop this dude from our edge water. Oh, it's Berlin. virtual. It's virtual, though. Yeah, okay, so, okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that, yeah. So, we can do that. Y'all know... Hey Dave, guess who's gonna check in, Dave? Huh? Guess who's gonna check in? Who's gonna check in? He's nuts. <laughs> this nigga said it and it didn't Hey man, like I said, thank y'all for checking out another episode of Neighbors Livecast. Hollywood, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for doing this. Love you hey, back man. and thank like you for said, having me, bro. Definitely. We're gonna chop it up some more. I'm gonna reach out to you uh later this week so we can so we can just yeah, yeah work some yeah. stuff out. Yeah. All right, man. Y'all have a great one, and I'm out. Peace. Doses. <laughs>